Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, we are discussing Loki, Season 2, Episode 5, Science Slash Fiction, right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. Ah! Sorry. <clears throat> and I'm Jeff Randall. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Oh my God, you guys! Yeah. Hang on. Let me turn my headphones down before we... There you go. Yeah. Continue. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, yeah. You need to turn... Everybody, everybody turn, turn your turn volume your down because I am about to lose my mind. Yeah, tell us, Jeff. What did you think of this, this episode? This episode was so crazy! <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> this episode... Okay, like, I leapt off of off of the furniture that I was that I was sitting on uh I gave a, a solid WTF at the end of the episode because I was like how dare you how dare you end it right there when like we we got it we got every like he's a superhero we got the team back together like we went through such just like potentially heart-wrenching implications and like Loki doesn't seem to be affected by the spaghettification of the entire multiverse. Yeah. And you're going to end it right there? (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of the funny thing about having them come out at a certain time and watching it at a certain time, because I don't usually ever do that. Right. Yeah. And so I'm what, and our, our clock is right below the TV. So I'm just like up, down. Up down. I was like, uh oh. You're like, like, oh "Oh." no. Oh no. I was riveted. I I couldn't look at anything else. Yeah. Like at the very beginning, I was like, "Mm, I should probably switch the laundry over. And then it was just like, the laundry doesn't exist. (laughs) Nothing in my home exists right now. I am starving. Nothing exists. There is no food. There is only Loki and the discussion of it. Mm hmm. That's how I feel every time we get on here. Um, we, it's all there is. All there is the MCU while we're here. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, the multiverse is really falling apart. And, like, I, I, I'm, I'm confused because I feel like this is exactly what we're heading towards with, like, Secret Wars and all of that and Kang Dynasty. All of that seems like this is exactly the problem that, that the incursions cause this stuff and the spaghettification of the universe. But what the hell yeah yeah, what the hell like what what is it why are we what are we gonna do are we gonna stop it from happening i can't imagine that's how the season ends because then what's the rest of that gonna what's gonna happen then but i i agree like it's a really cool setup and i feel like we're getting ready for the final battle the teams together he has his powers he's jumped he has jumped back to the moment he found the pins in the mug he like is back there with all the people and i'm (laughs) guessing it's right when victor's about to walk out the door so he probably even has victor back OB was looking down the little shaft as yep. as he was right before Victor spaghettified. So like, but him walking out there doesn't stop it. So what does stop it? He won't get spaghettified now, right? Well, what, that's that's the look of it. He can do it now. That's the look of it. It looked like Loki, like oh, because he was removed from the timeline, like pulled out of the loom. It looks like he is not affected by that anymore. And yeah. what now that the loom has blown up, it's like now he's he's time slipping around, 
for unknown reasons, but it seems like he's unaffected by the spaghettification. Mm. <laughs> and Sylvie is unaffected by being dropped back in a life or whatever. Like everyone else Sylvie got is unaffected by life. emotions. Yeah, yeah, she's like, I'm cool. I know Daryl over here. Oh, I have yeah. bourbon. Oh my god, that scene that in scene the record store was intense. beautiful. I know. So All of beautiful. the spaghetti or the un- untangling. I don't know. What are we going to call it? What are we going to dime it? It's spaghettification. Ah, oh, but it's beautiful I mean, spaghetti. It almost looked yeah. like mm-hmm. the uh, the paint world in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, yeah but it did. just like more defined and cooler. Like when they mm-hmm. got the guy at the uh, record store and all that was left with his little eyeballs. I was like, that was. Oh, that was. That was, that was I knew it. I was like, Ashley's gonna love that. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley's gonna love that <laughs> shot yeah, specifically. Put a circle around that note. <laughs> yeah, Golly, I yeah. loved though so the cool. like. The, the camera orientation in that scene where, like, she sits back, leans her head back, t- starts the music, and then, like, the camera follows, or, like, is her perspective and shifts cool. as she sits up to where, like, it's not looking down, it's looking behind her, and you see everything unraveling, and mm-hmm. it follows the, the record spinning and, like, does the rotation around with it so like beautifully shot oh, she's listening to the velvet underground Ugh. Mm. Venus mm. is like my theme song not that wasn't <laughs> nice. that song but i love the velvet underground it, it fit perfectly then yeah it really did did you guys see the mcdonald's bag get yeah on early yep. on yeah it was pretty great it was pretty great and so and, and subtle enough to be missed and it's just like an early one you know i don't know if there was yeah. any before that she kind of really noticed cool. she was like yeah, she looked back. But like, then he came out of the food? box. Yeah, like wait a minute. Yeah, but I'm hungry. <laughs> that that is such a great thing because you know you do that. Like you think you brought something with you, then you realize you didn't, or like you Constantly. left your keys Dude. somewhere else, or like Constant. now for That's, the rest of my life, when something like that happens, I'm gonna be yep. like, it's not ADHD. It's the spaghettification. Well, yeah, the everyone spaghettification used to say happening. glitch in the matrix, and now we're gonna say the sp- spaghettification. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I come in here with this? It's interesting because it's not much different than like dusting, but the visual is so different. Oh, unraveling. Yeah. That's unraveling. What, that's what good. I wanted to call it the unraveling. Yeah. The unraveling of the multiverse. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like good. time questions for you guys because I have like some questions. Oh, God. Yeah. So, I don't know that I have I, any answers. I have all the answers. You're going to do. On. Okay. So if Loki's, Loki slips into a point where he's already there, like he did a couple times and he like talked yep. to himself. So there's two Lokis. But. Now that he has his Super Scroll Loki power, he can not. It's just one. He or- seems to be able to jump. Well, well, it's sometimes there's two, but like the only time okay. there's two is when he reinteracts with a time he's already been in. But I do assume that him going back to the cup with the with the pins that moment before this uh, Victor Timely unravels, I do think that he will likely not have a second him there. Okay. The second him was with Mobius at the house looking at the jet skis. And when he did it again, I'm like, I am so confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, but if he was already at the past at the end with uh, Obi before taking everything mm-hmm. back, there's only going to be one or there's going to be two. It seems like once he learns to control it, because he uses the Tim pad uh, to get uh, where he can see Mobius. And yeah. when it's bouncing around in time, he intersects himself. But it seems like once he can control it he can not only travel to different places but he can travel to different points in his own timeline okay like he's yeah. on the couch he jumps back to the couch and that's and he's like wait i did it i'm back and then he right. does it again and he's back to where he was in the end of last episode 
Yeah, so it's it's less a like jumping to a point. It's or yeah, it's less like season one TVA where you're just walking through a door onto the timeline. Hello, timeline. I'm I'm here now. You're welcome. <laughs> it's it's more like a uh, like oh god, that Ashton cut your joint. The butterfly, butterfly effect. effect. Yeah, it's like the butterfly <laughs> effect where he he goes back into his own body, or uh, Days of Future Past. Uh, future Past. Uh, right. Yeah. 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 That kind of time travel. It may be that. <laughs> it, I don't I guess we'll I, find out ah, in the next. There's only one more. Oh. oh my God. There's only one more episode. They can use it however they want, though, because they can still have him lose his powers or like jump unintentionally wherever they want. Or uh, they could make him jump and move through space and time and not to an original timeline if they want to. Just like uh, OB says. Which, do we ever get OB's name? Uh, oh, yes. it's on the book. I didn't. I can't remember. Uh, oh, crap. Doug. Ad Doug was his name. Ad Doug. Ad Doug. That's funny. Oh. Alpha Delta Doug. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His name is Add. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty good. Wonder is what's his middle name? Is it Howard? Is it Howard the Doug? <laughs> That's another great joke. But no, I was going for ADHD. <laughs> oh. oh, I see. <laughs> I stink at acronyms. <laughs> Howard the Doug. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> there we go. There we are. He had a wife? Had. Yeah, had. had? He lost his wife over the last year and a half. Him and who was so, Mo- what was Mobius's name? They both got divorced in their mm-hmm. timelines. Don and Doug. What's with the Ds? <laughs> Couple of Ds. Couple of Ds. <laughs> it's interesting because I really felt for those characters, and when they're dying, I mean, like, when he's like, I have to go back to see my kids, and then he gets unraveled, and then, like, Hunter B-15 is just freaking out, and she's like, is this it? Is this the moment? Like, is this it? This is, we're done? Yeah. And, like, God. And then she, it's just <sighs> so, he builds a team, and it, it kind of reminds me of, like, we talk about what Kang's doing, where he's built, like, or what, what I, and we're assuming Kang's doing to some degree, at least I am, that like he built Victor Timely just to use as a spare part. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's kind of what all this ended up being. Like he he went and got all these characters and they've lived their whole lives, and then they all perish, and he's like uh, so that he can learn to use his powers correctly and be yeah. able to jump back into uh into his life when he need when they needs to. It's pretty dark. It's pretty like dark. It. It's pretty like dark. It. <laughs> He's, he's, they're just uh, means to an end. And when they're all unraveled and he's just grabbing at the strands. Oh, he's grasping it. Oh, God. It's terrible. So and that, terrible. that part is what made me think, like, he seems unaffected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, I think you're totally right. That's a really good call that that's how they can, he can swap places with Victor and mm-hmm. just run out there and, and do it because he doesn't, he doesn't face the spaghettification. So Mobius was right. Loki's really going to have to hoof it. Yeah. Yeah. Right this whole time. It was him under that and then <laughs> I guess everybody can finally be happy we saw him on a jet ski. It might not be the way I wanted to see him on a jet ski because it wasn't real, but right. it was you know right. he was still very happy. I feel like it might he be was a, tease a salesman that maybe we'll see him further on yeah. a jet ski later. Yeah. That'll be like there'll be a montage at the end of the series. Or at the end of the next episode, I guess, that is like, here's everybody, you know, happy in their lives again. And he's just going to be like on the water mm-hmm. with, oh, somebody, somebody's going to be on the other jet ski with him. 
Is Loki. it going to be Miss Minutes in her new body? Mm. I don't, or is it I don't be want Ravona? that for, for Mobius. Ravona. <laughs> Miss I mean, Minutes, I feel she's like it's evil. Be Loki. Or is it Loki? <laughs> this whole thing's like a love story between Loki and Mobius. It's like, you gotta try it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that he was trying to sell B-15 on yeah. it. Just like, what you do. He's like, there's financing options. Yeah, just so you know, I got hey, financing options. If you, if you live on a river, it could be a fun way to commute. I thought <laughs> for sure that we were going to get a, a connection when we found out Hunter B-15 was in New York in, right? uh, in, in 2012? 2012. I was mm. like, and the kid was getting her arm bandaged up. I thought for sure she'd like gotten her arm hurt in the Battle yeah. of New York or something. Like, oh, They're this is messing with us. This is a kid that obviously was around some rubble falling or something mm-hmm. or was running away and, and broke her arm fall nope climbed a tree yeah what about the we when we watched the trailer we talked about how the tube they showed that tube man in front of them, oh yeah and, and he we was talked doing about the dance. hey that's kind of what he, time slipping looks like and then yeah. they just like legitimately <laughs> did it right there and he came back in like basically silhouetted by it yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like his arms out exactly perfectly yeah, it was really fun. We opened the show with an immediate hair flip, and he can time jump as many times as he wants, as long as he just keeps doing that. Yeah, he keeps doing the hair <laughs> flip. You know? I feel like his Did he hair... do it now that he could master it? Because I won't, I won't like that as much. Mm, yeah, now he's just <laughs> a little he just smoother. come through powerful, and yes, yeah, mm-hmm. smooth. He doesn't, he doesn't hair flip when he, when he can he control did. it. Did he? I don't know. No, he just it he ended was sitting. so quick. He was just sitting, and then he... And he was just standing. No, at the end when he popped down. back to Obi. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like when he popped back to Obi, he was just standing, looking down. Oh, boo! Mm. Unfortunately, so he's butterfly affecting. That's really funny. It's a good, yeah. it's a good reference <laughs> for it. I like it. <laughs> uh, when it jumped back to show Casey's for the first time, like Casey's story. Uh, I know. I saw the light, the circular white uh, light of the spotlight moving across the wall, and I immediately thought it was Miss Minutes because it was the first one we'd seen, and there yeah. was just like Y'all a circle going across the back of the wall. I was like, oh, Miss Minutes is here. What <laughs> oh, an no. odd storyline for them to pick one of the three guys who actually escaped from Alcatraz. Like, who was like, you know what would be funny in the writer's yeah. room? Yeah. Of all the things, and then we're going to make him like this thief. <laughs> yeah. I didn't take the pen pad, the temp pad. Frank. Freaking Frank, Frank. Frank. <laughs> what did you, so when it we we see the TVA and it's all uh, unraveling? Ugh, so, so crazy! Cool. It's like so thank cool. you for your service. Yeah, well, it says <laughs> fail safe mode initiated. Is that what happened last episode? Did we already have that message? The fail safe mode, or was no. that new? I don't know. No, that was new. Okay, remember. so I'm guessing after whatever explosion happened in the loom, the fail safe mode kicked in. And the thank you for your service pops up. Um, that was that was dark because you creepy. just imagine. Oh, I love it. It's like built for when it's time. Failsafe mode is whatever plan that's been enacted with the TVA book in the window and all that stuff. And I love it. Like, oh gosh, that book gets passed on to Ob, who then uses his own book to learn how to build a tempad. It's just fun. It's so fun. It's fun. Fun timey wimey fun. <laughs> it's easier timey-wimey fun that I can get behind yeah. <laughs> so, so I do write a bestseller <laughs> my, my favorite part of that is when he zapped Loki and then for a second Loki's like I'm gonna zap him back because that was that's yeah, definitely yeah, some energy he, he I looks understand like, he's like, mm. he's like mm, okay I'm growing <laughs> every growing episode just person. more and more growth he's gonna get his coin at the end of this Like he I, is- I lo- <laughs> he's gonna get his coin Oh, that's so good. I I love the callbacks though. Like uh 
that one was like it feels like that was a callback to Tony Stark zapping Bruce yeah. Banner and being like, <laughs> yeah. huh? Anything? Anything? That's what all scientists do, right? That's the yeah. first. What did he say? He, he was like, I had to get my PhD so that I could write my book in science, science, jibber jabber. Oh, yeah. So I had to get said. my PhD so that I could be a, a professor of theoretical physics at Caltech. Yeah. I got to keep the lights on. Well, that's what I need. I loved what that led to. I loved the freaking like conversation about science and fiction and what it means and like it's just so freaking meta it's the kind of stuff <laughs> we talk about every week on this show like yep. how stories work we, we also often talk about how the science works and how if, if it makes sense and like the what and the how and they say what and the how is what science deals with and the uh yeah and the uh, and then uh, fiction, fiction deals, with, deals why. with why. Like that is so cool and true, and I love it. It's it's it encapsulates so much of what we do on this podcast network. Like talking about like the the ins and outs of how the universe, what's happening in the universe, but then like we talk about the why and like the yep. motivations, and that's what's meaningful. And it's just such a cool way to talk about it. Well, because that that why and the like the further implications and and shockwave felt drives more why and and further story yeah. like that's that's the beauty of this interconnectivity that is in the MCU absolutely all of these things are affected especially by such a grand story as loki is doing like this has potential to rock everything mhm in in a big way so the loom not the loom not weaving properly has caused all the timelines to just sort of crash into each other, which is causing incursion after incursion after incursion, which is causing this like unraveling of all the French timelines and all the universes. So like, I guess uh, this is kind of what will happen if that continues to go on in the multiverse saga. So maybe if he undoes this one, then we see kind of like this is setting up what it looks like when that happens in the future. You know what I mean? Like mm. we're seeing what a universe being unraveled is really like, and we're watching the pain of that. And then in the future, when we see that threat, like this will give us the context to know what we're, th- what we're talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Golly. So is that what the plan is that it's going to happen again in the future, no matter what? Because it can? Well, no, not necessarily, but we just know that, like, Secret Wars is coming. They've talked about incursions in four or five different properties. Right. Like, they're, they see, and, and we've seen incursions and how, like, the time manipulation can cause a universe to dissipate. The dissipation that's happening in Multiverse of Madness is not that dissimilar from what we're seeing here. Right. Um, like, I think that that is all connected and, and, and sort of like tell it. Seeing the unraveling of a universe and seeing it portrayed so well and so emotionally and watching Sylvie disappear. Because I wasn't sure that Sylvie was going to disappear because yeah. she is so much like Loki. She also remembered what was going on. Mm-hmm. She also yep. she like she was like him. So when everyone else is disappearing, I was like, okay, it's going to be the two of them left with the world falling down around them. And then she disappears. And it like made my heart hurt for him. Like, yeah. oh gosh, it really did. Because it... Like, because she didn't get extracted from the loom or through the loom. Like right. she continued existing on the timeline, on a timeline. Mm-hmm. And oh no, no, that's oh sorry. <laughs> it all hit me all at once. They are all variants, right? 
They yeah. are all in branched timelines. It's the branches that are dying. The yes. branches are unraveling, leaving the sacred timeline. What if that was he who remains his entire plan was to ensure that things go and happen exactly the way that he wants them to, such that it all collapses back into the sacred timeline yeah. and like reestablishes itself. And that's the failsafe mode. Right. That is very possible. And it, it seems true, except I do think that like, part of his plan seems to be that like at least the way he described it in the finale of last season is that like eh, the multiverse will be open and there will be a multiversal war and we haven't seen that yet right hmm. um and then you know given the uh, rumors and information that's being spread around this week and the variety and like the articles that are being written which we will talk about more on Monday I'm sure um, I didn't want to read it to be honest but oh yeah if that's yeah um well yeah, we can we can discuss or not discuss depending. Um, but there's a bunch of stuff going around about like all these fi- kind of the Marvel failsafe that's going on with like what mm-hmm. they were thinking about doing. Uh, apparently, they were considering swapping out Kang before the Jonathan Majors trouble started, like before mm-hmm. his legal troubles got initiated. Sure, they were. Yeah, well, it was because Quantum Mania <laughs> did so poorly. Apparently, oh, okay. Um. Is is what I well, yeah I heard I, I've been hearing things all day I haven't had time to go like discover all the rules and like or, or all the things that people were talking about read all the articles yet discover yeah. all the rules you're still in you're still in fantasy draft mode yeah I am <laughs> um what did you think about they started the episode and I thought this was weird I thought we were gonna get something with this I thought it may, maybe it was gonna end with this being referenced, but this the whole uh, show started with the last time on, the first thing we see is that line from Kang saying, I paved the road. I, like, led you down it, right? Yeah. Um, I thought that for sure, we've been talking about it all season, that we think that that might be what's happening, is that, like, all of this is part of his plan to reboot the multiverse, and that it's all been paved from here. Exactly what I'm saying. They're, he's trolling us. <laughs> he's trolling us. He laid out the groundwork. Mm-hmm. He wasn't planning for Loki to be plucked out, though. Hmm. Or was he? Is Loki the very instrument? Well, no, I, I think that Loki being kicked through the time door by Sylvie was not something that he was expecting. Because mm. hmm. he set it up so that the two of them could show up together and then take over. And... When she was like, nah, boots him out, and then kills He Who Remains, that offsets him and throws a wrench in the plans. Because that's what started him time-slipping through the TVA, which is supposed to not be possible. Yeah. True. You you very well may be right. Or... That is all part of his plan, and it and and he knew that like he would need a a Loki to be able to time slip back to this moment to save the multiverse. Oh you know mm. what I mean? He like, knew Sylvie would kill him. I think. Maybe. I think he was pretty sure. Yeah, I I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know what he want. Like I don't think he knew. Like I don't. I, I mean, I think literally like that's the whole point of that scene is that he doesn't know what's happening next. Um, he doesn't know who's going to choose what. Um, and when he's watching, I think it's pretty clear. But like. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know about, about Loki. Like, where is the level of control? How do they break the cycle? Is Loki going to be able to break the cycle? Maybe. Maybe these new controlled powers and the love that he has for his friends um, will be the X factor that Kang wasn't counting on. Because Kang 
doesn't believe in partners. He doesn't mm-hmm. believe in friends. Loki is someone who's always wanted people to care about. He's just always felt inferior. And now he's gotten over himself. He's reaching out for connection. He's made to make these like connections and friends with all these people. And it's like, is that, um, I don't know. Is that like the thing that Kang couldn't have planned for or whatever? Probably. Yeah. Cause we have a very different Loki now from the one who, you know, jumped right. through that door. Absolutely. Yep. And everybody just underestimates him, you know? Loki's are bound to lose. Loki's are bound uh, to lose. Destined to lose. Fated to lose. I was more heartbroken for him in the bar with Sylvie. I'm like, man, she's yeah. just not that in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like, good luck. I thought she was going to be like, I wanted her to be like, we could just stay here together. That's like what I wanted her to say. So Let bad. them go home and let's stay here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When she bought him a drink, I was like, maybe there is something here still. Like, maybe there's a chance. But. She was just You're telling him, like, you, chance. you need to get over yourself and stop pulling these people back into your fight, you know? Yeah. Oh, God. She, like, she broke him down, like, no, no. What's really, what is really the reason? Like, yeah. dig mm-hmm. down, find out, unearth, oh, it's that you're selfish and yeah. you want friends. You're selfish. <laughs> yeah, you're selfish. Well, it's that you're just alone. And, and, and really, like, she's, she's, it's kind of a, uh, a, a dark take, but she's saying like everyone is just selfish, and every all the good that you're trying to do, so, and he says it to Ob like, I, I have to save the timeline. Oh, what are you, you're asking me why? Because this evil force mm-hmm. is coming for the universe, and I must stop it. It's, my, it's basically that gl- same old glorious purpose yeah. shit. And then he says, "Well, if that's your real why, then this should be working." Yeah. And it's like mm-hmm. Ob has such a good way of like. Saying like saying something without saying it, like then you're that's not really your why. And then yeah. Sylvie hits it harder with like, no, and why do you really want to do it? Because oh, it's just, a who problem. Yeah, and that's what he says. Like it's not it's not what it's not how it's not why it's who. And it's Aww. like these people that he cares about are going to help him save the universe. <laughs> like as he was saying that, as he was saying like it's not a. It's not a what. It's not a why. I'm like, come on, come on. Like, it's coming, man. Like, spaghetti. We saw it happening. You get get the words out. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> he just he was taking way too long to deliver that line. He was being way too dramatic. It's hard for him. That's not his normal thing. But it's funny that like he's been slowly taking on traits of like Thor throughout this entire mm. thing. Like Thor was always like, I we're gonna protect the. We're gonna go take the fight to them. Kind of. Yep. You know, thing well, and now thing, he's got his friends. He's been saying that though. His whole thing has been like it's almost like he's been pretending to be Thor mm-hmm. through this whole thing when he's saying like, No, I'm a hero. We yeah. have to save the universe. But then he has to admit to himself, like, I just don't want to be alone. Yeah. Like that's all this yeah. is. It's all this is. All these it's motivations. All I've ever been. It it is. And that's um <laughs> That can be a corruptible thing in a person. You know, mm-hmm. if all they care about is not being alone, that can lead them down dark paths. And it has for Loki. You know what I kind of love the idea of? Like, Loki wanted to serve in the way that Kang asked him to at the end of the series. So we keep talking about what if Loki, uh, Kang shows up and he's like, pave the road and like, what is Loki going to be able to break the cycle? Blah, blah, blah. What if Loki doesn't want to? Yeah. Like Loki well, wanted to do he wanted to stay at the end of time and and take on the job. He kind of wanted to do what Kang said. And then 
in this in this like he may unwittingly help Kang and what if we get to the end of this series and we completely identify with Loki he wants to be with his friends he is he has so much more depth as a character but he swears fealty to Kang because Oof. he's like you 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 yes you paved the road you guided me down this path and at the end of this path I, I saved the universe. Mm-hmm. My my brother can do all he wants with his axe, but I'm the one who saved all of mo- the multiverse, and I have you to thank for that. And I serve Kang because his view of have, having the sacred timeline is important, Ooh. and he wants to put it back. And we end up with like this completely complex Loki, but it's still the Loki that's serving the big bad. Mm. I feel like that would be a huge slap in the face. Yeah, it would. I feel like Gang's gonna just pull the Ant Man thing, and he's just gonna be like, "Oh, you're not gonna do what I want. Well, I'm gonna have all, like kill all your friends, and then he's gonna have to do whatever <laughs> oh, you see he that, says." The team over there, that's you think a good yeah, idea. I'm just gonna put them in this little box <laughs> thing, and you have oh, ten God. minutes to do it. Well, that's know? exactly right. Like that's exactly what I'm saying. Is so, so corruptible. If all you care about is one thing, then you are like by very nature, you're very corruptible. Like yeah. you might be I mean, led look down. What Scott did. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't have kids. <laughs> Oh, well, that's the worst. <laughs> the Don't worst. have kids. They can be used against you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the lesson I learned from Ant-Man and yeah. the Wasp Quantum Media. Yeah. Uh, I oh, liked, man. I liked Sylvie sitting there with the bourbon just saying, we're all writing our own stories now. Mm-hmm. I did it. And she's just taking shots. Yeah. I work at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> Content. There's an interesting thing that I... Uh, that I looked up. Um, honestly, it's I was prompted by a, a message in the Twitch chat. Um, there was a point in comics where Loki became like the god of stories, mm. um, or like he was he's the great storyteller, and like he can rewrite reality, sort of. Mm. But that was it. Seems like that was leading up to the events of um, Secret Wars. With like all of the incursions and everything, hmm. so I wonder if this is following that same sort of path. Hmm. Yeah, it could definitely could be. It's possible. Interesting way to go. Even if they don't like call him the god of storytelling, I think that's yeah. like big part of what's happening here. He is. He's definitely like I don't know him and him and Sylvie together are like learning about how you build the story of the universe. Um, man, what? Ah, oh, gosh, I I'm I'm really enjoying this theory of like. Loki and like if if Sylvie could have a reason to like she realizes she as you kept saying Ashley she did this she she caused all this by making that decision what if she also realizes that like he who remains was right hmm. um or as as Jeff called him he who is remains yeah is right um <laughs> called him that last night on the uh, <laughs> cast very good very good Jeff <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's more accurate now <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he doesn't really remain anywhere right now. I mean, no. he's in that chair and he's not moving. <laughs> you know, huh? Huh? Loki not being affected by the spaghettification kind of makes him he who remains. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, it was all that was the trick. He's like, "Gotcha." Anyway, now you're me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just what a if- mantle. What if that's like his power and like at some point Kang like 
decides to reboot the universe, it hits a big button and like everything's unraveling, or even the, just the TVA is unraveling and he's left standing there. Kind of reminds me of how he like attacked, uh, I don't know, like attacked Thanos or something. Like it's just very yeah. like, trickster, trickster Loki. Um, I like it. Well, even you saying him doing fealty to Kang, like the first thing I thought is he's going to try to do something and get himself killed again. Like killed, killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to. Well, I think I think what would m- maybe happen is he serves Kang, and then we have like the last half of the multiverse saga is him being like a lieutenant of Kang's, and we he comes back as like this character that we really care about, but he's a lieutenant of Kang's, and then mm-hmm. like in the last moments he he turns and mm-hmm. becomes like God Emperor Loki and runs the Secret Wars or whatever. Ooh, God Emperor like Loki that. would be yeah. great. Yeah, I, I would dig it. Hey, let's take a quick break, and after this, we're going to do uh, uh, some feedback from the chat and see what uh, all you guys are saying out there uh, in in the live reaction on Twitch. So uh, we'll be right back. And we're back. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Live reaction for Loki <laughs> season two, episode five. Uh, let's uh, let's see what people are saying in the chat. I have a I have a I have a quick theory before yeah, yeah. we do that. Oh yeah, do it, man. What if what if Loki is the new He Who Remains, and has simply followed the exact same steps that He Who Remains used, and like plucked himself or got himself plucked out of the timeline same way that loki did with the the tether and like Hmm. loki going to the loom and and doing the work is going to pave the way for victor timely to pluck himself out of the time stream or the time line Hmm. in some way to become he who remains like it's just a it's a new version it's that same kang it's that same kang all thing (laughs) same old kang where he just puts things in place to reinvent himself yeah, and make a better yeah. version of himself. It just takes the destruction of the multiverse to do it. Yeah. And he's fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Could be, could be. Yeah. Like, like if, and it just goes to all of those theories that Loki might just be also a cog. Like we've been talking about Victor timely being a cog in the machine that Kang is building. Like Loki, all of this, all the season might just be more systems of control, more just controlling where everyone's going. And then them starting this episode with that flashback of, uh, I paved the road. I feel, I, I thought we were going to end this episode with him being like, I told you I paved the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. You were right. Because <laughs> Loki, Loki's been pretty sure about it. <laughs> oh, man. It might have been. Oh, it might have been even better, though, if he had, like, rewound himself all the way back to that moment when they were, when uh, he and Sylvie were standing uh, in the office, like, with him across the desk, with he who remains across the desk, mm. and then just have him hit that realization of, like, you saw it. You saw it, didn't you? Because <laughs> he like, could go all the way back. Yeah, like, if, theoretically, he could go all the way back. Yeah, if possibly, because he says like it's the who, right? And so yeah. like he's in the middle of all those strands, and all his friends just disappeared, and it's like the thing he's searching for is those friends, and then he pops back to the previous time they were all together in that one room, and then the next, and then he uses, I guess he can somehow sense the temporal aura around him, and he goes back to the previous time they were all together. He basically does what the Tempad was supposed to do. Basically, right, right. Loki is 
a Tim pad. Um, it's like the it's like it's how Stormbreaker funny. can call on the Bifrost. He can now do the Tim pad thing. Yeah. Sure. It just happens but to you if you hang out at the TVA too mm-hmm. long, I guess. Yeah. His hair flip is a Tim pad. Oh, that's what his hair flip that's is what a Tim pad. You do it fast enough and you activate. Yeah. Yeah. He he flips his hair and that like tears open a hole in space time <laughs> and he just walks you have through to do it. The, the card man dance. I'm just thinking about the cloak. Uh, yeah, like cloak from cloak and dagger. Like yep. how you can teleport people, but it's like with a hair flip, uh, you can go through time and space. Like, yeah, I just I need you to stand very still. If I don't get all of you with this, like you could show up without an arm. Yeah, gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. <laughs> it's poor neck. I'm, that's how old I am. I watch him do that. And I'm like, ow, ow. <laughs> Man, like in the beginning of the episode, I I found myself laughing a lot because it was like he kept skipping through those those scenes and like. He would show up for a couple of seconds and then disappear. And I was like, did they like, did they just show up on set? And it's like, all right, you're bouncing through this one. So uh, flop around. Yeah, totally. <laughs> all right, cool. Let's, let's go. <laughs> Lunch. <laughs> we got Walk it. Walk around through the hallways alone. Look back. Look concerned. Yeah. Making right, movies here. is funny. <laughs> I love how short of a loop they put at the beginning of the episode where it's like, we see him see himself looking through the TVA book and you're yeah. like, Oh, that's going to be a, th- like, that's going to come back. Yeah. And then it comes back like 30 seconds later. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, good, back. move this along because yeah. I knew I was kind of like when they started doing what I said, I didn't want was them to do the first episode all over again. Yeah. So when yeah. they kind of started doing it, I was like, Oh, but then yeah. they made it really funny because my, they did my favorite thing. It's where they set you up. You think everything's going to be fine. They get everybody together and then they make you think that it's not going to work because everyone started unraveling, but then they brought it back in the last five minutes and saved everybody again. I was like, huh, ah, huh, ah, okay. Yeah. And then <laughs> damn like, you. My emotions. Very yeah. whiplashy. When they started unraveling, I was like, okay, we're getting serious now. This is, yeah. they didn't just fix it, which is usually what happens when you're in these end episodes is they fix these things yeah. to move the story forward, but they acted like they didn't. I appreciated it. <laughs> yeah, it was it was really good. And yeah, this episode started. I kind of didn't like it. Like I, I just wasn't that interested in these variants. Like I, I was like, okay, it's cool because I don't even know what the deal is. Like I don't know if these are their lives. Like are mm-hmm. these variants? Are these their lives? Or are these the variants they would have been? That they got pruned for, like when did Mobius get pruned when he got a divorce or when he had kids or something? Like, like what? What was this? Like, I don't understand that. Did he save the marriage and that was the that was the branch? Yeah. Do you know how America Chavez says that you dream about your other realities or whatever, like yeah. everything that you dream of yourself? I mm-hmm. wonder if that's like Mobius was always thinking about jet skis. Like, how jet-skis. would you even know about them or have that like manual or whatever if yeah. you didn't dream about? knowing things about jet skis and you wake up, you're like, wow, I know a lot about jet skis wow. from that dream. Yeah. But that was just like, and then these <laughs> 15 possible. always wanted to be a, a P, P, what do you call children? Doctors? Pediatrician. Pediatrician. I was like a pediologist. What are they? <laughs> um, <laughs> children things. Uh, maybe that was a dream she's always had. And, and that was, you know, her reality. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. When you, the little things that they have it's, connecting, I'm ready for big things, Marvel, but like the little things, I see you. Mm-hmm. I see you, I see Marvel. you, girl. <laughs> okay, let's run through a few feedbacks uh, right. before we head out of here. Uh, Court OB says, so my big question is, was that everyone's origin point or uh, they put them there to pick up on the future and by who? Loki? I think so. 
so yeah, I think she's saying is like all these variants that we meet this episode, the the versions of them on the timeline. Is this the actual them? Which is what I'm I'm kind of asking. Is this the actual them, or is this mm-hmm. them being dropped into timelines? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. is this the variants from the TVA are just being shoved into random timelines and like sort of given lives on the timeline? Or is this their actual branches? I'm leaning toward this is their actual branch. Like, this is who they I are. I think so. If it wasn't for the jet ski thing, I would think it wasn't. But there's too much of a weird connection there. It, yeah. it flipped around, right? Like, with, with each one that he went to, it showed, like the the year the place and whether or not it was a branch timeline mm-hmm. and i'm fairly certain that all of the ones he went to were branch timelines yeah, yeah they, they said branched yeah so like aren't they all branch timelines now <laughs> well i mean <laughs> the trunk is the the right. sacred timeline I yeah guess. well i think the sacred timeline is is the timeline that goes to kang's plan and so yeah, the only right. time we've seen them travel to the sacred timeline was in that first episode when he they take the book or second episode second episode uh okay so I think that once that book was deposited in that thing, like everything's branching from that point on. Because okay. that sacred timeline made a branch yeah. there. Right. Well, and, th- and that's because yeah. in the sacred timeline, Victor Timely was supposed to just live and die in that time and not have the powers and stuff that he had. Maybe. I don't know. See, it seems like. Well, then. Unknown. The book wouldn't have branched the timeline then. If it was the pl- if you always had the book, if you always had all that knowledge, well, sure. it wouldn't yeah, be yeah, what yeah. branched the timeline. But like what what I mean is like, should that kid have even been there? Because like or was that right. he who remains depositing him in the timeline and as a child I think and the, saying, Live there. My my theory is that he deposited him there on the sacred timeline as like a failsafe basically he's there yeah. and then when the failsafe happens miss mitts leads ravana to ravona to drop the book and that's what creates the branch that creates the victor that we know yep sure <laughs> it hurts <laughs> it does. It I was like, I didn't even does. care about that anymore, and now we're back, and I can't stop. I'm like, wait a minute, can't what? stop thinking about <laughs> it. I just, I wonder, what are all these people's nexus events that that right. cause these branch timelines yeah. that are centered on these people that would have caused them to be taken out as variants? Like, was Mobius supposed to stay married? Like, was the divorce the nexus event? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see, J. N. Norty says, uh, now that Loki can control his time-slipping, will he stop He Who Remains from being killed? Not really sure how else they stop the destruction of the TVA. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, man. Okay. I th- is it time for predictions? <laughs> well, first, we should answer the question. <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> like, I, have a, I have a good solution for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free. He yeah. goes back to when Victor Timely spaghettifies, uh-huh. and he can't <laughs> fix it. He can't solve it. He can't save everybody there. And he goes over and over again, trying different iterations, kind of like oh, a yeah, Dormammu. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow, and do- yeah, Dormammu kind of situation, just over and over again. Right. In that one moment, and then goes, no, 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 this isn't, this can't be the moment then. If I can't save it here, I have to go farther back. And then go he goes back, back to, to He the, Who Remains. Oh, that's what I want to happen. And stops it there. Yeah, I think that's a, that could be really cool, but I just like don't think they want to stop him from dying. I don't. 
Yeah. Because then the multiverse saga doesn't happen, right? Maybe. We got to keep the movies coming. He may try to go further back and stop Sylvie. Maybe Sylvie, you know, maybe Sylvie has to get on board for that to happen. I don't know. Um, Like Sylvie has to agree not to kill him or whatever, Mm. because he needs their temporal aura to be, to like go back and find them again or whatever. He Mm. takes Sylvie with him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm worried he's going to use her against him big time. Sylvie on Sylvie. Like it's a Sylvie versus Sylvie showdown while Loki runs over to he who remains like we're getting you out of here mm, that's possible mm. it's possible or they just have to go back there and have that same conversation again like have that same argument like he takes them both in the same kind of time travel back there yeah i don't know i don't know it's possible uh, but i i don't think that'll be the end result of this season maybe sure. in the future May, maybe maybe mm. that'll happen in the future. but i i kind of think that this whole show is going to be like teaching us how Kang works, how the time travel works, how the TVA works, so that from here, we jump off into the multiverse saga, and we really get lots of these stories crossing over into the yeah. multiverse. I'm ready for the crossovers. Like, I wonder yeah. if we'll see, like, things in the movies. Like, if in the Marvels, we see something unravel in the background, like, <laughs> how cool would that be? be like, uh-oh, but then wouldn't it like be, like, too late, or it was happening during... I don't know. If things start unraveling, it's already too late, right? Well, not necessarily. No? Why not? You could stop it, I guess. I don't know. You could stop it. Some things have unraveled, but not everything, maybe? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. It just seemed like anything that unraveled, it was pretty quick. Everything else was not too far behind. Well, no, because we had things like that McDonald's wrapper unraveled, and it was just Yeah, the McDonald's bag and Yeah, it didn't take too much longer for the rest of the planet to go, though. Sure, (laughs) Or the rest of the area. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, but then, it could have been that things have been unraveling for weeks, though, you know. It in unraveled that right there, and then she went to, to drive away. Like, she drove to, or no, she went to the bar mm-hmm. with Loki, got drinks, Loki went away, she went to her record store, and then everything caught up to her. Mm-hmm. So, like, it took mm-hmm. a little bit. But, like, in the scope of the universe, like, the whole <laughs> universe took a, you know, yeah. however long it took. universe is big, guys. It's also the thing of, like... <laughs> Is if an, if a universe unravels, we've talked about this kind of thing a lot, but like if the universe, the entire universe exists, is it just that moment that the universe unravels at that moment, or is the entire timeline unraveling throughout all of time? Like are different points in time all experiencing this unraveling, or is it only that moment in the 80s McDonald's or whatever? Mm. So, God, the unraveling of the multiverse like this, right? Of these branches unraveling, it's like um, it's like a nylon cord that you've snipped and it's starting to fray. Uh, you got to burn mm. the end of it and fuse it together. <laughs> yeah, and that's what the loom and the TVA is all about. They're cutting those branches. They're using they're they're burning it together to keep it into yeah, a single totally. cord to make sure it doesn't uh, continue to fray. I like it. Yeah. It'd be cool if it was happening ever everywhere because then you would have characters who's powerful who are powerful enough to like notice it. Like Spider Man would get like, why do I keep getting this weird tingle? There's nothing going on. Every yeah. time Loki would reset it, Mr. And Stark, I don't feel so through, good. Yeah, but then it just goes away, and you're like, wait, no, I guess I'm okay. I don't know what that was, and it yeah. just happens again and again, and you're like, I don't know. Or like a Charles Xavier, like there'd be powerful people, like even maybe Doctor Strange. I don't know. Who'd be mm-hmm. like, something is happening. We yeah. got to go find them. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God. I, I bet Doctor Strange would, no- like, he would absolutely notice, but he would also be the one to be like, 
No, something's wrong. Let's, uh, Juan, get the books. We got to do some research. Well, he's with Clea. Yeah, he is with Clea. Oh, that's right. Stopping an incursion. Stopping or fixing incursions that he caused? Yeah. He, well, mm-hmm. she didn't say that specifically, but I would assume it's usually No, she said fault. you you made some incursions happen. <laughs> we got to go fix it. Yeah. Like, you're coming with me to fix it. And oh, he was funny. like, third Absolutely eye. anything that you want, m'lady. You know, yeah. I'd follow <laughs> her. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> Marvel fan 62 says red string theory. What if everything is just a loop and Loki and his team created the TVA OB slash Doug's room is the exact same as his TVA as well. Uh, if this is true, then it will keep on looping over and over and Kang will keep uh, taking over the TVA and the agents minds keep getting erased. It was all Kang's plan and it will keep happening over and over again. Yeah, I definitely think that's yep. very possible. I, I was wondering if that room was the same room. It definitely l- had the same vibe. It looked the same, but I was like, how is he affording rent here? Like, that place was huge. Yeah, he said there's nothing for miles around. Yeah, I'm like, where are you? It was you? abandoned. It's like an abandoned like- warehouse. <laughs> yeah, he said it was abandoned. There's nothing for miles around. It was kind of the same situation that uh, Dr. Jane Foster had with the uh, the gas station in, Thor, in the first Thor. Where, that, like, was, that place was nice. Yeah, that like that place nice. was super nice for like an astrophysicist to just be hanging out. Well, do PhD <laughs> astrophysicist science people like them? I guess they make money. Do they? They're mm. doctors, right? If you have a DR yeah, it just depends or on PhD. The kind yeah, of ask, doctors ask Dr. Kyle Berkeley about that. He'll let him tell yeah. you how he is struggling to survive. I understand. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why are you called Dr. Kyle Berkeley like that? Well, no, he said, like, okay, so uh, we had a conversation on uh, one of his posts about- What's he uh, a doctor of? Is it science? Uh, he's like he's doc- in therapy. He's okay. a, a doctor of psychology, I believe, uh, or social work. I'm Anyway, I'm not sure. Uh, he has, there's a particular exam that's required in the state of Maryland for uh, advancing his career, uh, and he- is unable to like has been unable to pass it like 10 times or something like that. Mm. And it's a ridiculous exam. Like he's a doctor and he should be able to do the work, but he still uh, is like held back at entry level pay because he can't pass this one exam, which is ridiculous. Mm. Yeah. So like just because doctor is in front of the name doesn't necessarily mean that you make a lot of money. Yeah. Now if you're an MD, that's different. Yeah, medical <laughs> yeah. doctor. There's a difference between doctor, the doctor of whatever and medical doctor. But like, even medical doctors don't all make crazy money. Oh, there he is in the chat. Mental health therapist slash social worker. Uh, LCSWC exam under the ASWB. A lot of acronyms there. I yeah. don't know exactly what it is, but I I watched a uh, like a, a proceeding of the Maryland uh, State Senate, I believe, uh, that he had sent me, which was like really eye opening. To how shitty that situation is. Yeah. Hmm. Sorry to bring it all, all down. <laughs> <laughs> all good, man. I always just think of science doctors. That, you don't know what lies beneath with Harrison Ford and Michelle Pfeiffer. They have that beautiful, huge lake house of him being a science doctor. So I think, so, you know, I don't know. I have to try <laughs> find some science well, doctors. But, but you also have like waitresses <laughs> living in humongous apartments and friends or whatever. Like TV sure. and movies oh, yeah, put ridiculous. every character in like beautiful homes because people like to shoot movies and beautiful homes <laughs> so like sure yeah okay uh dr kyle berkeley says uh i have a theory if loki helps save the timelines they're going to give loki the ending he had at the end of the 
Axis storyline where Loki was finally worthy to lift Mjolnir, but Thor and everyone else won't believe him and say it's another trick or lie. Ooh. Mm. Why you gotta make it so dark? I just want a happy ending for my boy. (laughs) (laughs) I think Thor would be just as happy if he saw him do it. He'd be like, finally, I can trust you. (laughs) Yeah, it would be a really cool thing if we saw Loki catch Mjolnir at some point. He That'd gets to meet his little neat. niece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uncle Loki. And she's so powerful. He'll teach her so much stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. Uncle Loki. That's the next iteration. Uncle Loki. <laughs> Waterfall oh. Angel says, I'm calling his new time slipping mental time slipping uh, since it's just his brain traveling. Oh, yeah. I like that. <laughs> just his brain traveling back to his body. That's that whole thing is like, if you get a, a magic lamp and the genie gives you three wishes, don't ask for like an object to do the thing. Just ask for those powers. Like giving, like <laughs> there being an object just makes it so that you can be separated from those powers, mm-hmm. you know, given the right circumstances. Like, nah, for sure. the power is innate. That's all I need. Thanks. <laughs> Unlimited power. Unlimited, Unlimited power. power. <laughs> We got a first-time chatter uh, in, on Twitch. Uh, Casey Heed, maybe I'm saying your name right, uh, loved OB saying it only took him 19 months to create a new temp pad. However, unfortunate that his wife left him. Yeah. Well, like, he can he can go back. <laughs> he sure can and fix it. To the moment that he started working on it and just like, that's why his wife left, because he came back and took her away. Like, this guy needs some time. Uh, he needs a minute. Like, That's a good way to think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a perfectly fine... They're in Maui. Yeah. Whatever. He can't go back. He's, he's spaghetti now. Oh. I am the Yikes. spaghetti now. A.M. <laughs> Potts. I'm spaghetti now. Says... <laughs> Red string theory. What if this is the final season? Loki steps in for Victor Timely, saves the loom, but doesn't get back in time. And then monuments are built at the TVA in his honor. But Victor Timely evolves into a bad Kang. And no one knows outside of those in the room that Loki is a hero. I hate this idea, but what if? (laughs) Mm. Man, that'd be rough. I don't think Tom Hiddleston's done yet with the character, so I'm going to hope that that's not what happens. Yeah, and I th- I really do think Marvel is looking to hold on to the the people that are willing to continue working, that have connections to Infinity Saga, mm-hmm. that it makes sense to continue, like Loki, Doctor Strange. I think they're going to like really try to use those characters. Thor, Banner, yeah. like really bring them back up. Especially the super popular ones that yeah. are going to draw a crowd. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I think... Part of why it's been hard, I don't know, it's such a hard balance. And it, it's the challenge of this phase of Marvel, this like passing of the torch from the original six Avengers, and then Endgame happens. And it's like a lot of them are either, are, two of them are gone. And then you just have to like, do you make shows and movies where you're passing the torch, which seems to make sense? But right. then the new person never learns to stand on their own in the audience's eyes, you know? Right. So you have to make, I think you just have to make great movies starring these new characters 
and like make us love that character, which is what they've been trying to do. Like they've been introducing these characters in their own properties and then they're going to cross them over. But it's just, it's, it's taking too long it's and it, it's away. making us, yeah. it's undervaluing all these new characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't let go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. L Alex 24 M says, uh, if Loki is rewriting everything, does that make him he who remains in a way? Yeah, I mean, he said something very similar. Yeah, mm-hmm. him just being having the power he has sort of makes him a he remains. Yep. Jay Sisson, hey, but my buddy from Multiverse News says uh, this show needed to make us care about the other timelines. They nailed that this week. They showed yes. us what happens when timelines dissolve, and it's horrifying and emotional. This show doesn't miss. I, I agree. I'm gonna call Loki he who remains hot. <laughs> that's gonna be his name. <laughs> I dig it. hundred percent. Man, Jay's right though. Like, uh, whenever oh god, it was Brad. Brad said it. Where was Brad? No, anyway, uh, Brad said it. That like the timelines, oh, all these branches are just lines on a screen. Like until you actually go down there and see the lives that are being lived, mm-hmm. you don't care about them. Like it's easy to just prune a branch because it doesn't matter to you. You don't know anybody there. Like you don't realize the lives that you're taking away. And so them going through all of these branch timelines and like giving us these like good, solid, compelling characters really makes us care about these branches. Like, no, let the multiverse happen. Yeah. Let yeah. her be a doctor. Yeah. hundred percent. Where is Brad? Now that you bring hell? that up. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he didn't go with, Ravona. No, well, no. He, He's just he running pruned, around there still. He pruned Ravona, and then he lost the enchantment, and that's the last time we saw him. So the people that we've seen scattered around the timeline were people that were in the room when no, the I room get that. exploded. I'm just saying, where is he right now? Could he have done something that made nothing? Like I don't know. Well, it it seemed like everybody went back to their 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 lives. Mm-hmm. Is he on the sacred timeline as? Because, oh, no! Sylvie's radio! The video game. Or, yeah, the video game! Zaniac! That's what I was trying to say. Like, Zaniac, like, exists in the world, so he didn't get pruned. So, like, yeah. That's cute. That's where Brad is. Like, that's really cool. It's really, really cool. They gave us, even if we never see Brad again, we got this resolution that Brad got to go back and be Zaniac, because they... The property exists for them to have made a video game out of. Very funny. That's exactly. Fun. I love that. I oh, man. Marvel. <laughs> Dada948 said Zaniac Who Remains. <laughs> <laughs> LAlex24M says, Would Loki have a third season? Uh, we, all, we are all thinking this is going to get solved next week, but what happens if it doesn't? I yes, am wait. not thinking yeah, it's going to get solved next week at me, all. Not one one bit. That, that would be. That would have to be a three-hour episode. It'd have to be a movie. I don't know. They could. They couldn't. I think we're getting some sort of resolution to the season. Like this. this yeah, story, I don't think it'll be a cliffhanger. No. Well, I mean, maybe in the sense that like last season was a cliffhanger. I don't. Last season was a cliffhanger, but it also like had a beautiful resolution to it. You know, it was almost yeah. like a Twilight Zone at the episode at the end. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I'm so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Something on the plane, um, on the wing. Um, yeah. I, so I think it'll have something like that, uh, yeah. in that it it compl- it concluded that story kind of, but also blew everything wide open for anything to happen. Exactly, and I think that's what they're going to continue to do after this next episode. Yeah. Who do we think we're going to see 
uh, any any uh, parents. Matt and I were talking about it the last one, uh, the last episode. We were thinking maybe Deadpool. Like, who do you think's gonna? Do you think we're gonna get any cameos from anybody, Jeff? Oh shit! Deadpool is a good one because he just shows up wherever he feels like it. I can't remember who wrote in about that, but I liked it. I hope that that happens. He shows up anywhere. He has his own Tim pad currently, basically. Uh-huh. Oh, he does. Yeah. What if he shows up like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Loki, what are you doing? Who's doing this. There have been rumors that, that uh, some TVA agents will appear in the, in the Deadpool 3 movie. So, like. That's fun. Like, that's I don't so know. If, that, if that's coming, like, it would definitely be a crossover. And it's one of the next movies. And we've been talking about how they're not doing a good job of, like teasing the next thing in the marvel movies so like it'd be great i would love it not a single end credit scene there's been one yeah at the beginning okay today there was a something at the end i was in the other room and i heard it too and i came out like hello (laughs) you know yeah at the very end of the actual credits like what was it normally they save the normally it it was just the zaniac video game again oh it was the zaniac video game yelling something I, could, I, I didn't catch Ken what it was. went down in the, the basement to get the laundry, and I was in the other room, and I just heard, like, I was like, oh, yeah. it's happening. It was just God? a Zaniac They're video coming game for me. Like, I don't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, it freaked me out. I, I don't know what he said, though. Oh, if anybody man. did hear what he said, write, write it in the chat. I it's have a funny cameo. how quick I go to, it's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> it is, like, right after Samhain, so, like, it makes sense, yeah. right? It's, the veil still yeah. kind of thin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Very thin. Uh, Earth Knight 2 Chris <laughs> says, I thought the kids were going to be Wanda's kids uh, when I first saw them. Oh, in no. comics, their souls are reincarnated in other families, and I thought we were getting our uh, our way back to the story for Wiccan and Speed. No, we just what had a couple of shithead kids. It was Kevin for Kevin Feige, obviously. Kevin what was and the other Sean. One? Yeah. For Sean Gunn. Like Sean one. Gunn. Oh, nice. Yeah, okay. probably. That's cute. Spark Sam says the what he yells, uh, Zaniac yells, "You died, loser!" Insert a, insert your coin. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. That's why I was like, it sounded like somebody talking. <laughs> yeah. You know who makes the most sense as uh, as a cameo right now? Hmm. Uatu. Oh, for I sure. I said that too, but I could. I remember when we were talking about like, where's the watcher during all this? Yeah, yeah. he's just watching. <laughs> Spark Sam also says season ends with them being the guardians of the multiverse and start recruiting. Um, yep. That'd be interesting because that's what we got from. Uh, was it? Were, were they called the guardians of the multiverse? In what? Yes. If? Yeah. Yeah. He called them the guardians of the multiverse very specifically. Yeah. What if? Uh, what if Loki? This Loki joined the guardians of the multiverse. Uh, that'd be such fun. a freaking nerd. Like brothers, Watch I'm a guardian a of the galaxy, or <laughs> Asgard's of the galaxy. It's been a long time. Asgardians of the galaxy. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, <laughs> Asgard's of the galaxy. That's all our feedback we see in the chat. Uh, any other thoughts with this episode, guys, before we uh, get off Not this about reaction? this episode, but about something that uh, Ashley said, triggering another thought. Yeah. <laughs> so what was, what we, uh, we, were at, we were at Dragon Con several years ago, and uh, there were, like, I was behind a couple of... Uh, couple of ladies that were um, dressed in like derby outfits, like roller derby outfits. Mm. And uh, one had a gold helmet on with horns coming out of it. And uh, it said, ass guardian. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, like, I keep that in the back of my mind 24-7. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I have a picture somewhere. Like it's in probably Google. It might be in Facebook. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I have a picture of the like the back of them with like I think one was the Hulk 
something related to the Hulk, and then the other one was Ass Guardian. Like That's awesome. Guardian. That's so clever. I was like, I love it. Picture. People are just yeah. so goddamn creative. Yeah, That's yeah. what I going to any con or just watching the YouTube videos of people's costumes. It's just amazing. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I love the derby names too. Just in general, <laughs> all the derby names are fun. Uh, my niece is playing roller derby now. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. She's only like three weeks in and didn't. It's not skate. like a thing up here. It's not really a thing here either, but like there is like a little community of derby people, and I guess they're starting youth leagues to sort of like build out the the sport a little bit. And it's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Start them when they're young. Yeah, got to, got to. It's <laughs> funny. All right, guys. Well, we will be back uh, on uh, Tuesday for an episode about uh, about what all you're saying, and we'll probably talk a little news too because there's lots of that swimming around. So uh, we'll be back soon. Peace. Until next time, true believers. Bye. Hey, you just listened to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast from Stranded Panda. I really hope you liked it. Let me just say a big thank you to all of our supporters on patreon.com slash mcucast. You are the lifeblood of our little operation here. And a huge, huge thank you to our insanely generous Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III, Lieutenant Bongo, and Jazz Viz. You guys are amazing. If you'd like to see our beautiful faces, you can catch a video version of many of our episodes at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. Love you 3000, my friends. <laughs>